beach and playing basketball all around the world. Y'all know this is so so good. Yo, what's going on? Welcome back. Episode 39 of the No Clue Podcast. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Mike. I'm Tyler. We're back to break down all the all the stuff that happened in the league. Alright, so we talked about the Dallas move, right? We talked about the Porzingis trade. Yeah. How you feel about Barnes? Um, for who? Well, how do you just feel about the Barnes little situation that happened in general? The fact that he got traded during the game. Sources. He knew he was gonna. He knew he was on the block, and um, he knew that there was a good chance he was gonna get traded, and he asked to play anyway, just in case. And he did get traded. So, I mean, I think it's a good look. I think it's a good look for him and for the Kings. Yeah. About Dallas, but for him and the Kings, I think it's a good look. Yeah, I like it for Dallas because they got rid of a big contract. Right. Barnes was, you know, anytime you have a big contract, it's not really worth it for a guy averaging a very quiet, you know, 18, 19 points. Right. It's not to say Barnes isn't good. Like like you said, he's going to help Sacramento probably get that playoff spot. Right. But I don't think, I don't think it's a bad move for Dallas either. Yeah, it's not bad because um, you're right. It does free up space, and it frees up, um, you know, usage as well because they got guys that are gonna be taking a lot of shots. And Barnes would not be one of them had he, you know, if he's still on the team. So, yeah, I think it's good look, man. The Kings are they're getting it together, getting a nice little roster together. Yeah, I like I like what I'm seeing from them. <coughs> Milwaukee. Okay. Milwaukee because Philadelphia is the like the technically correct answer, the objectively correct answer. Right. Just because they added so much. Right. Um and they basically they didn't really lose much to add all that. Right. So but I, I really think Miritich Miritich from Milwaukee will come in and he could just boost what they already have going on. You know what I mean? Where with Philly, I don't know how all these guys are going to fit together. Mm -hmm. They look pretty good tonight, but all I really saw tonight was the fact that they really don't know who's going to close the games. (laughs) 
because I feel the same way. I mean, you know, late in the game, Tobias Harris runs the pick and roll. Like, what is Jimmy Butler doing? Right. You know what I mean? What is if? Why is Ben Simmons out there if he doesn't have the ball? Right. So, I think they have they have some stuff to figure out. But Milwaukee just just got a nice quality piece who's usually I mean. He'll give you 30 if you don't guard him. He'll give you 30 if you do guard him sometimes. Believe it or not, he's ha- he statistically is having a better season than Mark Gasol was. I could believe that. Gasol was like averaging 14 and 7, and Miritich is like at 16 and 8 or something like that. I was like, wow, Miritich is really out here putting in work. And Miritich is like the his play style is such an easy fit. It is, yeah. If it like, can fit into anybody's office. Right. He's never gonna have a problem finding a role, especially with a good team like Milwaukee is. Right, and it, and I think they have Ilyasova who's playing way past his years. Like he should have been should have retired three years ago. But he's still playing and he does what Miritich does what he did in his prime better. You know, that's what Ilyasova used to be, a big guy who could catch and shoot, and now Miritich is that guy. And it's become so good at it. And they lose Don Maker, who they really weren't even playing. Um, yeah, man. That, man. They have they have some bigs who really fit with uh, Greek Freak, too. Like with Lopez shooting the ball the way he's been shooting. For sure. Now you add Miritich to that. Greek f- Wilson has come off the bench and been hitting threes. Yeah. Wilson. Yeah. Um, yeah, they look good, man. They look scary. Um, and with the 76ers, I totally agree on paper. They look amazing. You know, Tobias, Jonathan Simmons, James Ennis. Um, they added guys that all get quality minutes. Um, Boban, um, you know, all they did – really lost was Shamit is really all they really played at everyone that they I mean in Chandler, Chandler right so but they got plenty back for that exactly um and the thing is everyone on their team like plays point guard <laughs> like I mean not, not literally but like Jimmy is like a point wing Tobias is like a point forward MB likes to, you know, start the offense. And then, like you said, that leaves Simmons, who really can only play point guard out there, just, you know, can't spot up. He's just kind of in the way. I saw some plays. And, they, you know, they pulled pulled it out, but I saw some plays where he was just there. Like, not you know, really knowing what to do. They pulled it out today, and, and, and they look good. Tobias looked good. But JJ had to be superhuman for them to pull it out today. And Denver was missing two starters. Right. It's hard to, for Denver. It would. It's really hard to play against Tobias without Millsap. Because I mean that it like that's the perfect. Yep. Um, matchup for, like they're the perfect matchup for each other. And they had Plumlee out there guarding Ben Simmons at the end of the game because they just didn't have their defensive players. Um. So yeah, they, you know, they got away with one this time. But uh, oh, side note: speaking of the Nuggets, 
Isaiah Thomas just got sent down to G League for his assignment, to his rehab assignment. So he'll be coming back soon, looks like. I don't know how many games he's assigned to. But they, you know, those guys, they play the G League games for rehab. You know, yeah. Don't be, su- I, I'm just saying, don't be surprised if he comes back and stinks it up and by the playoff time, he's not even in the rotation. Oh, yeah, of course not. Don't be surprised. Of course. Um, <laughs> yeah, and the, the team plays such hard defense, and he plays such zero defense. And the, and they play so other than uh, Jokic, yeah, who's kind of their go-to playmaker. The, everybody else plays so fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like guys don't really oh, like hold the ball. Even if they're holding it, they're it's for a purpose. Right. Where Isaiah is kind of a you know a mellow or a, a ball stopper type player. Right. And if but, he's hot, he's really hot, and he's playing well. But if he's not. But that's the worst, like, that's what I hate about players like that is even when they're hot, it's just them playing well. Nobody around them plays well because they don't make anybody better. And it doesn't mean, like, you don't have to get assists to make your teammates better, but if you're just out there, you know, every play is an island for you to try to score, your other teammates aren't doing anything. They have no rhythm. I'd be surprised, having been in this culture now for as long as he has, uh, I'd be surprised if he comes out and plays, like, uh, his MVP candidacy year. I think he'll, well, I mean, he might start out that way, but I think he'll adjust. Yeah, I I just think, I hope he's learned in his time. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, he's been hurt, he's had hopefully time to see what works for him, what doesn't. And he's 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 gotta hopefully accept that he's never gonna be the MVP player. <laughs> yeah, like that, that ship has sailed. Right, that ship sailed to the other side of the world. He got two players on his team right now that have a better chance. Right. Yeah. Okay. What um, about Toronto though? We didn't really talk about Toronto. in exchange for C.J. Miles, Valachunas, and one other player, right? Powell? Right. No, oh, right, right. DeLon Wright, yeah. Um, I don't like it. Personally, I don't. But I understand why people do like it, and I understand why it seems like it's good. But I'm pretty much, I'm done with the, um, I'm off the Gasol train. Yeah, yeah, we talked about this either last episode or maybe a few episodes ago, but it's almost like he's, like, the game has gone, you know, moved, has gotten faster, and he's just fallen behind. Yeah, and the weird thing about Toronto is, like, they are, they're one of the main teams that takes advantage of that game that has gotten faster. Yeah. They start a power forward at center, and they're, you know... Second best record in the East? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, so why would you why would you do that and get Gasol, who is the opposite of what you already do? And then um, even if they don't play him, then why are you have him? Yeah. You know, the guy, and Wright has been playing well for them. Not that he plays that much, 
But when he does play, he plays well. Lowry is injury prone. Um, and now you don't have the backup point guard you had. The second backup to the backup, because obviously Van Vliet was a you know really good backup. But um, then they have no backup center. I guess, you know, I guess Gasol could be the backup center now. And then C.J. Miles was like their bench scorer in a way. But I guess Powell's been playing well. I don't know, man. It just It's a big shakeup for a little bit of... Uh, yeah, that's... I, I just don't feel like it was worth the move. Definitely not. Because Gasol has proven to be a bit of a drama queen. So there's, you know, baggage that comes with him. He's going to... Exp- Inexperienced coach. Right. He's gonna, you know, he probably considers himself a high IQ player, so he's gonna have, he's gonna expect the ball, and he's gonna expect to be involved, and it's, I just, it it could turn out pretty awkward. I mean, Valanchunas was, it seemed like Valanchunas was getting better, but like you said, the way they were playing, he just didn't fit. Yeah, and the thing is, he was okay with it, though. That's like right. it's okay if, if you don't fit and you know you don't fit and you're okay with it. That's better than someone not fitting and being frustrated that they don't fit. Cuz I think that's how Gasol would end up. Uh, Valachunas had his frustration period. He was over, he was glad to be back, healthy. He's glad to be coming off the bench. He was playing well off the bench when he did, you know, when they did bring him in and play that kind of game. And then, you know, now he's gone. And Gasol, someone who's never come off the bench, might start coming off the bench out of nowhere. Well, I think at this point, Gasol's got to be honest with himself. He's 34. You know, he's 34. Yeah, that's what, when I looked at the trade, they were like, 34-year-old Mark Gasol. How old is Powell? Powell's got to be 36, 37, if not older than that. I can't believe he's still in the league. Well, I mean, he, how how in the league is he really? He started against the Wizards. Right. <laughs> Thomas Bryant gave him buckets, though. Speaking of the Wizards, uh, Bobby Portis had quite the show out today. Oh, really? Did Parker play too? Yeah, Parker had a he had some nice moments too, but. Tell us uh, about the trade, man. Um, I don't really know the details of the uh, Markeith move. Markeith got dropped. Right. I, I I don't mind it. I don't mind him getting dropped. Because... Who did get Markeith? Uh, Muscala, maybe? No. The Lakers got Muscala. No, I'm tripping. They, I don't think they got anybody. Maybe a pick? I don't know. That's crazy. I'll, I'll get back to that, but I, I just I think it was it was a good move, man. He he was a guy who was, you know, he he only it was only going well when he was playing well. Like I, I never thought he was a great teammate. It it oh. seemed it seemed like when he wasn't playing well, he just wasn't fucking involved. Yeah. And I I really don't like that. And it's good that they're going for a culture change. Um, and in terms of Porter, I mean, we had to get rid of him. 
once once Wall was out and you know I haven't said anything, but for those who don't know, Wall, uh, John Wall, that is, uh, had some some issues with surgery. Eventually, he had surgery for his foot, and in the first day, he slipped and tore his Achilles. So the Wizards are now in rebuild mode. It seems like. And they shipped out Otto for Bobby Portis and um, Jabari Parker. Am I missing like a pick in there or anything? It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. So I don't think it does, at least I'll just say. Johnson for Morris, by the way. Mm, so nothing, like you said. <laughs> they got the broke version of Ariza. I literally. Wesley Johnson's so bad, he does not deserve to be talked about in any way and they, and they had the nerve to interview him when he <laughs> no anyway the porter had to go man he was getting paid so much money to you know be in ariza's shadow i mean he's almost a poor man's trevor ariza you know porter uh, i was thinking wesley johnson is that well, Wesley Johnson's like a broke version again. He's paid six million a year. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think I think he's better than Ariza, um, Porter. It's just I think he can create his own shot slightly better. What is? But that doesn't. Glute's gonna get better. <laughs> Never. Never. <laughs> Thomas Bryant is breaking out. Fuck. Fuck Dwight. Executive producing an indie film with Christopher Walken. <laughs> what the heck is Dwight Howard doing? He's he's gonna be out of the league probably in a few in a year or two. As a Saskatchewan farmer who challenges a major conglomerate after discovering genetically modified canola in his crop, where did Dwight Howard get that from? Yo, I didn't realize how young, a quick side note, the Minnesota coach is. My God, he looks he looks 25. He's That's Flip's son, right? Yeah. I, I think so, yeah. Yeah, he's young. Because Flip wasn't that old. No, yeah. He, he kind of died young. Um, but uh, anyway, back to the Wizards real quick. I, I like the move, man. You get young guys hungry to prove themselves. Yeah, Parker's a little overpaid. But Parker was desperate for a, a change of scenery. He got, he got one. Right. No, I from Chicago. <laughs> and I think I think Portis was also. Oh, Portis was for sure after last year's debacle. Why would Parker be desperate for a change? He just got there this year. Well, they benched him, and they were, you know, they were talk questioning out how he was, like, whether he was playing hard or not. And he's from Chicago. Born and raised. I don't know. To me, to me, if a team questions your your effort, yeah. the the they either they they don't want you or like you just you're not a good fit there. Oh, and and Cleveland today? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not saying like we destroyed Golden State and like we're back on the playoff hunt. Right. Oh, Portis had 30? You didn't say that. 
He had he had sixteen in the first quarter though. That's crazy. Yeah, he had a couple. I mean, he didn't hit too many threes, but he just started off hot. Wow. Well, in twenty twenty one, you guys might be right when Wall comes back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. They they showed an interview today from Wall. Yeah. That shit was so depressing. Man, he. He gave, like, the most bullshit, like, you know, my spirits are high, like, you know, I'm excited to get through surgery, I've been spending a ton of time with my son and my wife, like, bro, you you could have done all that instead of going out every other fucking night when you were playing. I'm low-key on paper, y'all's team is kind of fire, in my opinion. Yeah, I do think we still have a chance to make a push for that last playoff spot. Do I? I mean, do I think it matters? No, I don't think it matters. Because they're getting knocked off. Yeah, they're getting spanked in the. Fr- this isn't you know the Wizards from a year or two ago where a couple rough patches and we're good. Yeah. This is a totally different team. Granted, I will say Beal has been phenomenal. Oh, for sure. Like Beal has just—he's getting better and better with every game. It seems like. It's his team. Right. The torch has been passed. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, by force. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what, what are the Clippers doing, man? Explain. Explain uh, they're for freeing on. up space financially. But why, I don't, the prior I didn't understand was why when you have a playoff spot, Throwing it in the trash. You you're in the eighth seat. You're in the eighth spot. Like why couldn't they make these trades after the year was over? Yeah, I I don't know. I'm assuming they're gonna go for the big big names in free agency. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel bad. They're they're in the same boat as New York to me, where they they have this weird belief that they could get people. I think New York has a better chance than the Clippers. Mm. At least there's like a reason to be in New York, and like New York is the only New York team. There's a reason to be in LA on the other LA team. Right, exactly. But I, I think even if Brooklyn is playing well, I would still would think people would rather be on the Knicks than be on the Nets. The Nets just have no historic. They got they got a snitch as their leader. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He's playing well. A snitch and a bench player. <laughs> um, yeah, man, this roster is just really bad. Wilson Chandler, Michael Beasley, Danilo Gallinari, Jamichael Green. This is just like the Misfits team. <laughs> <laughs> Lou Williams still gonna do his thing though. Cinderius Thornwell. Yeah, he's been there a little bit. Garrett Temple. Like, come on, man. Luke Bob Mute is back there. When did he come back? I have no idea. Been there for four games. October. He's been hurt since October. It's. I mean, the trades now just kind of make the league so crazy with this free agency hunt and this. 
It's crazy, man. I'm surprised Mike Conley didn't get moved. I'm going to assume it's because of the contract he got. I heard somewhere that they just didn't want to move both of them, Gasol and Conley. Okay. And that they already had packages for Gasol, so they went for that instead of the, you know, they didn't want to just literally start from scratch, I guess. Um, yeah, uh, Jaron Jackson been playing well the last few games. Really well, yeah. He has, like, the most blocks out of all the rookies. He's, he's, uh, he's looking good. Good pick. I don't know. You know, I don't see him like being leading them in anything. Yeah. Blocks, but he's definitely a good piece. I think it's good to keep a solid point guard because they they're kind of they're not going back to rebuilding. They're still kind of rebuilding. Yeah. Um, but it's it's good to have a couple of pieces there just so you know you don't have like a Colin Sexton situation where. He's got to go out there and just play with nothing. Or like a Trey Young. Right. Um, uh, the Pistons are signing Wayne Ellington. The Pacers are signing Wes Matthews. Um, That's a good move for the Pacers, actually. Yeah, it is. Definitely, you know, fills a, the season some. Yeah, fills a spot that... You know, with a with a quality player, like I laugh at Matthews a lot because he throws everything he touches up towards the basket. Yeah. But but he can play. He he can defend. He's a pretty underrated defender, and and he's actually like from time to time he'll surprise you with his offensive skill. Yeah, he'll make a move that you didn't know he could make. Right. Turned against you guys today. You got anything? Mm, I I didn't even notice him to be honest. Portis Portis stole all the attention away. Yeah, I mean, Love came out there for six minutes and Portis lit him up and they sat Love right back down. <laughs> I, I I didn't see the opening quarter. I just by, when I turned on the game, they were just talking about how he turned up. <laughs> You know if, yeah, prob- probably. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> you not be ready. I hope not. They had some questionable guys out there. Atlanta is in a better place than they are. Oh, for sure. Atlanta has three three players that would all four players that would all be the best player on the Cavs, other than um, Love. And that's good, you know, when Love is healthy. Collins would be the best player. Trey would probably be the best player. He gave Sexton forty already once this year. Right. Vince Carter. <laughs> Vince Carter would come in there and just run the show. Bazemore would be their best player. Facts. Actually, facts. And Prince. Torian Prince. He'd be their leading scorer. Uh, Yeah, he was another guy. Like, I really thought he was going to get moved. He did? I I saw that there there was a few teams teams interested in him. He's good. 
Right, he could help a lot of teams, especially the, some of the better teams. Yeah, I, I think they need to hold on to him. Atlanta should try to make a push for somebody. I don't think they'll get anybody, but they could try. Yeah, Atlanta's in a, like the worst spot as a franchise. Like they're just they're stuck in mediocrity. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they have at least they have you know a nice youth core. You know. Yeah, the, they've always had like a solid culture. You know what I mean? Like they've always been a competitive team. Yeah. Even even this year, like they play. They play teams fairly well for a team that's as bad as they are. Yeah, they won 18 games. That's not that bad. Right. Um. <laughs> yeah, all right, moving on. What about uh, Fultz? How do you feel mm. about that? I feel, I feel kind of bad for him that everybody's, you know, saying he's the worst bust of all time and all that stuff. Wow, he hasn't even been in the league for three years. Let me tell you why I think he is. So you don't think he is, right? You, would you put like Bennett and Kwame Brown over him and stuff? Yeah. Uh, what was the guy before Durant? Odin? Greg Odin? Oh, no, I won't count him because he got hurt. Like it's not like he was just garbage. Like, you know, he got hurt and it really just ended his career. I think. I, I wouldn't say it's his fault is why he's a bust. I'll say that. He definitely is a bust, but it's not because of him. Let me... The reason why I say uh, Fultz is the worst is because there'll be, I'll say, four or five all-stars from that draft that he got picked first. Of. At least. At least four. Tatum will be an all-star. Mitchell will be an all-star. Fox, I think, will probably be an all-star. And Collins, is that is that draft, too? I, uh, maybe. I think Collins has a good chance to be an all-star. And so does, um, so does Kuzma. And he was picked over all of them. It was, it was four people in that draft that were obviously better than him, and he still got picked first. And he hasn't even played, you know, a quarter of the was game. It, was it obvious at the time? I thought it was. I remember, I remember there was quite a bit of hype around him, despite he, him his Washington days. Like, they were awful record-wise. Yeah, there was hype around him, yeah. Like, is, Washington doesn't play anybody. They, didn't put, they played UCLA once, and I, I think... Ball gave him buckets. I can fact check that, but I, w- I mean, I believe it. I don't think it was like a, um, you know, I don't think he like did work for people, someone to compare at his position in the draft. I think Ball obviously had got the better of him. Then Fox gave Ball thirty eight, and they were both drafted over Fox, and he gave Ball thirty eight in the tournament. Right. No, it was it was a big deal. Yeah, so I mean like to me, if one guy got the better of you and then another guy gave that guy thirty eight, like I gotta say, you know, you're third in line. And he was I just 
I just don't like assuming he's the biggest bust, you know, with he's only played what 50 games. Yeah, then when he does play, he, <laughs> he makes like one nice play per game. One and then it's over. <laughs> I just I want to give him more time like let me, let me tell you who got drafted behind Kwame Brown. And it was a good draft, I'll say that, but it I don't think it was, especially with the early picks. Kwame Brown, number one, then Tyson Chandler. Oh. Good pick. Tyson Chandler's a good pick. As, as a second overall pick. Defensive player of the year. It took him 12 years to get there. Champion. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what a... Two-time okay, okay, that's, that's a good one, yeah. Then Eddie Curry. <laughs> that's that's Isaiah Thomas for you. Jason Richardson, good pick. Um, dunk contest champ. Shane Battier, good pick. Then there's Eddie Griffin. Desagana Jop. Oh, no. Rodney White. <laughs> uh, Joe Johnson, good pick, right? I think he was an all-star once. Sleeper, yeah. Kedrick Brown. Vladimir Redmanovich. I've heard of him. Yeah, Redmanovich. He played for the Lakers for a little while. Richard Jefferson, good pick. And then, you know, a lot farther down, there's uh, Tony Parker, Gerald Wallace, Zach Randolph. Man, I forgot about Crash. Yeah, Gilbert Arenas. Of course. Mehmet Okur, you know, he had a good run. Um... That's really it, though, there. But I'm just saying, okay, way, way, way down, there's good players. Oh, Jamal Tinsley, Samuel Dallenbear, those guys are starters for a long time. Um, but my point is, it wasn't like it was this major talent in the area that he was drafted. You know, Chandler and Powell ended up being good. Jason Richardson was all right. Betty was all right. Richardson was fire for a second. Second. It was it's, quick. I mean, Gilbert was. When the whole team was fire. Gilbert had probably had the best three-year stretch of anybody in that draft by far. Um. Yeah, probably him and Powell probably. Yeah, Gilbert had that little three-year stretch where he was like in the MVP voting. When he didn't make the Olympics, in the next year he went bananas. Yeah. Started the year out with like six fifty-point games. <laughs> Yeah, right around that time, Kobe was eating. Yeah. Solo, Gilbert was eating, too. Yeah. Um, you know, it, that draft was weak, is my point. And then this draft that Fultz got drafted, and people are saying is the best one since the 03 draft. So it's like, for that draft to have been one of the best ones, and the number one pick doesn't even play, like... That's rough, man. I mean, he's not playing because of injury. No, I mean, he's been healthy and not healthy and healthy. He's been healthy for a while. And he still doesn't, he's just not good. He comes in, plays a couple games, and then he disappears again. Like, what happened? Oh, he's not healthy again. Oh, now he has a new shot. Now he can't shoot free throws because his shoulder. I mean, it, it's the drama around it. It's way more than anyone else. I just don't think I, I don't think it's fair because 
you're looking at a small sample and you're, you're giving up on him. Where Kwame Brown got drafted first, sucked for countless years. Oh, oh, oh. If he gets better, yeah, he, he, I mean, he'll get knocked off the list. But I'm saying right this second, if this is his career, how it is right now. Well, yeah, I can't argue with that. If that's the case, then yeah, he's awful. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying Kwame in his first year. Markel in his first year. Markel looks like the bigger bust. Kwame was obviously trash. But well, Kwame he, had some, like, he didn't have good years, but he had years where he would average, like, 10 to 15, I think. You think folks will average 10 to 15? I want to <laughs> say he can. 15 games? I mean, you know, it's. Let's assume his shoulder, his shoulder, or whatever elbow, whatever it is, gets better. We'll see. We'll see. Bro, it's I'm, not over for him. I never. I think it's over for him. Oh yeah, no, he's twenty. Right. But I, I'll never forget where they had like a, a Philly game coming on, and they showed this man in warmups with, with like a coach, and the coach was literally just. Just forcing his hand to do like a proper shooting motion, like I had never, I've never seen that before, for like a professional player, and he had a coach teaching him how to shoot like he was a fucking like child. Uh, uh, number one pick. Right. That that, that's the part that's unimaginable to me. What pissed me off is every time I see his Washington like stuff. Like, he has no issue with shooting the ball. That's that's what makes him a bust. Because he was good. He was good. I mean, it's not like he... It's not like they took a chance. Like, Anthony Bennett... Like, there was nothing that said Anthony Bennett was, like, really good. He had a couple of good games, and he looked like he had potential. They drafted him off potential. Markel Fultz actually was one of the best players in the country. And Anthony... Isn't doing it. Uh, well, again, like similar case with Anthony Bennett, he got so many chances. So it's not fair for Fultz. You know, he's been hurt and he's had bad, you know, first 50 games. But it's I don't think it's fair to call him the worst of all time. Like, you, I agree with what you're saying, but I do think he deserves more time before getting that official label. All right, I'll give him more time. Oh, and Mitchell. Did I say Mitchell was going to be an all-star? Uh, yeah, for sure. He should have been one this year. For sure. Uh, Markinen has a good chance. I mean, this draft this draft really was stacked low-key. Because thinking about all the guys in this draft that are, like, starting on their on their teams right now. Um, you know, Blossom Game has a spot right now. Monty Morris played really well tonight for the Nuggets. Uh, Dylan Brooks has been... A key part of Memphis's offense recently. Uh, Frank Mason the third gets good minutes. Hart is starting. Kuzma's starting. Uh, OG Ananub, whatever he's been playing well. Jared Allen is starting. Ferguson is starting. John Collins, DJ Wilson's getting minutes. Jackson, Bam. I mean, this is really static draft. One over all these guys, and you have played the least amount of games. He's played less games than the 59th pick of the draft. 
That's one of the dumbest things uh, I will say is the Celtics really finessed the fuck out of them. <laughs> Why do you say that? Like they they traded the first pick and still got a way better player. They still got the best player of the draft. <laughs> they basically said, nah, we'll go two picks later and we'll still get our franchise player. That's wild. To think that Philly and the fucking Lakers are that dumb to sit there. Like, I, I mean, obviously, I didn't get the chance to look at these guys before the draft. But there was no way Lonzo did anything, you know, in his UCLA year. And then his, like, before the draft stuff. To make me think that he was better than Tatum. And I didn't even like Tatum all that much at Duke. Drafted him as soon as summer league came. I knew he was gonna be the best player. First game, first game. I was like, dude, he's ready. Yeah. Like he's built for the NBA. Yeah, it really wasn't even close. Ball, Jackson, they really Ball and Jackson and Fultz shouldn't even have been in the same five picks within five picks of Tatum and Fox, in my opinion. I think Tatum and Fox have separated themselves so far away from the those other three. And, um, you know, and then Mitchell, for him to drop that far down, this is crazy. I mean, for him to become who he's become, being that that low, yeah. that's wild, man. Um, they're still waiting on I- Jonathan Isaac to blossom. We'll see if that ever happens. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump out on a limb and say no. <laughs> I will, uh, another thing, uh, nobody really noticed this, but I thought the Lakers low-key got a good pickup. Muscala? No, Bullock. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that is a good pickup. It's a really good pickup. I think he's, uh, he's kind of the same player as KCP in a way. You know, he's a good shooter. Maybe he's not the, the aggressive defender that KCP is. Say a little bit less energy, but yeah. Yeah, but he's he's a very capable shooter, man. He he put up some big games in Detroit, especially early this year. Yeah. Oh, I'm, granted, he was feeding off of Blake's, you know, tear, but now he's playing with LeBron, so you know if he should continue to eat. Right. Yeah, and the thing is, I think they got him because they thought they weren't going to have any guards after the trade. That's true. So, I mean, he kind of made out good with that because he probably wouldn't have went there had there not been any talk of trades. Um, but, yeah, I think he's in a good spot. And they got rid of Makai Luke. I mean, they'll be all right without him. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying, you know, he was playing good when he was there, but... Yeah, I'm surprised that Mikhail Luke looks like a NBA, an actual NBA player. Yeah, he was he was so mediocre at Kansas. It was like it was so easy easy to forget he was even there. Yeah, he was just he was just like C plus at everything. Right. You know, average. At, he was good at everything, but not bad at anything. Um. Yeah, man. I don't even remember. Did he? Did he go to Detroit? I don't even remember where he went. 
Maybe he did. But we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he did, yeah. I know Detroit really wanted Conley. That would have been nice. How was how uh, Utah going to look? What do you mean? No, I'm tripping. Where did Kyle Lowry go? Kyle Lowry? He stayed. He's, I swear I saw something about him getting moved. Oh, that was like the potential Conley thing that they were talking about. Okay. Okay. I swear I thought he got moved for a second. Yeah, almost. <clears throat> almost. That would have been serious. I would have picked Toronto to win it all if they got Conley instead of Lowry. That's a good point, yeah. But not Gasol. If Gasol stayed and Conley came, I, I, Toronto would be really, really good. But we'll see. I definitely got to catch a couple of their next games when uh, Gasol plays. When do, they, when do they play again on TV? Probably the Spurs. Oh, yeah, they got to play the Spurs on TV. Shout out to Rondo. Yeah. At the crazy buzzer beater last night. Yeah, how about that game? What'd you think? It was a lot of fun, man. Last night was just a good night. Right. Yeah, it was, man. The Boston and LA rivalry might be back. Um, it pisses me off that the Lakers don't have a better record. Like, I know LeBron's been out for a while. I really, I, I think they're a lot better than people think. Like, they, maybe their roster doesn't look as good as a lot of teams, but they play about as good as any team that I watch. Now, they're very inconsistent with that good play, but they're capable. Even without LeBron, they would often be in games against way better teams, but just couldn't close it out. lot of wild cards. Stevenson is definitely a wild card. Right. KCP, how well he plays is a wild card offensively. Kuzma is kind of a wild card. Um, Kuzma's shooting is kind of a wild card. Like he'll he'll get the layups and the the finishes, but yeah. Like he'll get he'll get cold from 3 and just continue to shoot them. And Hart too. His shooting is kind of wild card. Yeah. And Ingram is definitely a wild card. Ingram's just a pure wild card, yeah. Shows up or doesn't show up. You know, and then Rondo is pretty consistent, but I realize they just don't even know how to play with Rondo, the guys. Like, Rondo would give them wide open shots and they don't even know what to do with it. They're, like, so open. Yeah. They, they just, they give up wide open shots that Rondo hands them on a silver platter and then go and take a bad shot. Especially Ingram. Ingram's the king of that. Ingram, him and his fucking rise up mid range like Kobe Bryant type shots. Except he only jumps an inch off the ground. Yeah, and it pisses me off because his jump shot is so fucking broke. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here with like it's not as broke as like Lonzo's, but his shit does not look good. No. Like anybody who watches, he he got a shot last night, and I can't remember. If it was from Rondo or LeBron, 
and it was a it was I'm pretty sure it was from LeBron and it was a wide open corner three. Yeah. Watching him shoot that shit, I was like, dude, he's never gonna be a good shooter. Ingram was three for fourteen last night. Or three for thirteen last night, and then thought he was gonna go to the basket for the game winning layup. <laughs> that shit got swatted. He was making Al Horford look like a fucking MVP. Right. Rondo almost had a triple-double. Rondo really can still get a triple-double anytime he wants to. Yeah, Rondo, like, I think Rondo's, him and LeBron have a similar issue uh, where they almost at times control the game too much or they try to control the game too much. But if, if the team was better, Rondo could do that. The team just isn't good. I mean, they have players that can play good, but the team doesn't know. Like I said, they just don't know what to do with Rondo. Like the Celtics right. did. Celtics, the good players, they knew that just take every shot Rondo gives you, whether you're open or not. Ray would just take it. Pierce would just take it. Garnett, three-pointer, whatever. If Rondo gives it to you, just take the shot, dude. Like, And we'll figure it out after that. But these guys... They give him a shot, and he they pump fake and take a worse shot. Like I said, Ingram is the king. Kuzma's pretty good at it, too, being wide open and not taking the shot. And then, obviously, Stevenson never takes wide open shots. <laughs> yeah, Stevenson, uh, Stevenson's a mixed bag. And then well, um, Luke is still trying to figure out this rotation. I mean, is there... A reason why Hart only played eight minutes last night? Probably because he hasn't been shooting the ball well. Oh, but then some games he starts. Like he played thirty-five minutes two two games ago, and played eight minutes this game. It's just it's just weird, man. And yeah, he didn't shoot well that game, but you know they need to figure it out, man. Um, he only took one shot, and he took two shots last game, four shots the game before. You know, how good can you play if you only take four shots? As And you're a shooter. Yeah, no, you're not going to get any rhythm like that. Yeah, and I get it. The trade stuff had them, you know, out their game. The head wasn't in it, but... I mean, they just got beat by 40 by the, um, the Pacers, right? Yeah, when LeBron was sitting away from everyone and shit. Yeah, and then you hit a buzzer beater against the Celtics. I mean, that just doesn't make sense. The Pacers are trash. I mean, not, they're not trash overall, but the Pacers are missing their best player by a long shot, who would be the second best player on the Lakers team. He's not there. And they beat you by 40. Their leading scorer and leading assist guy wasn't there, and they beat you by 40? Yeah, if you if you, if you you have the best player in basketball, at this point he's almost self-proclaimed, um, you can't get, you can't just get embarrassed. Like, I don't, you're going to lose games. Okay. Like, like you said, their team is not that good, but to get fucking killed, to get killed by just a bunch of role players. And then this on the Celtics to lose to that team that just got murdered. It's just weird, man. I, I don't, I really don't understand. I mean, I've been on record saying Kyrie wasn't a good leader already. Last night, the fourth quarter just looked like it was Kyrie against the entire Lakers team. 
Well, my he started off very poorly early on. He was he was missing a lot of shots. He was turning the ball over a little bit. Uh, yeah, man, he can't, he can't play like that. He can't play, like, Boston's too good for him to, like, force it or try to, try to prove something. Yeah, he just does not need to do that. No, he doesn't. He's too good for that, and the team is too good for that. And, I mean, if he wants to do that, I get it, but, like, I don't know, man. It's a, it was the right way to do it, obviously, and that wasn't it last night. And I'm, I'm not saying they lost because of him by any means. They lost because the whole team played like trash, while the Lakers were coming back, you know, down by 17 or something. Yeah. Largest comeback. They had the largest deficit one game, and then the largest comeback the next game. It's, it's, it's crazy. On the Celtics, they should never have let that happen. If the Pacers beat him by 40, the Celtics should have went out there and at least beat him by 20. But Rondo hit the shot he practiced with his son before the game. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a wild game, man. That's funny. <laughs> it was like Space Jam. Remember Space Jam? He was practicing. Yeah. Then they show him actually shooting them in the league. Like, that's how it was with Rondo last night, man. Bro, that play, I got mad because the Lakers had a number of plays that deserved them losing the game. Yeah. But that play, that play when LeBron gets ISOed on Kyrie, tries to dribble down, like, kind of to the left, basically just loses the fucking ball, yeah. by some miracle saves it. And he gets crazy. he gets a three out of that that he makes. Yeah. I was like, dude, I swear, LeBron. Something about Al Horford makes LeBron better. <laughs> like anytime Al Horford gets switched onto him, anytime Al Horford is in LeBron's presence, like LeBron's twenty five years old again. I'm telling you, man, if you go back and watch LeBron's highlights, every tough bucket is on Horford. <laughs> the the couple of left-hand, like, tough and ones to start the game, all, both on Horford. The deep-ass three late in the second quarter, right in Horford's mouth. He's not athletic enough to <laughs> The corner three-pointer at the end, right in Horford's mouth. Like, I was sitting there, come on, man. <laughs> quick before we transition um so davis didn't get traded um what's next for davis man should do you think davis should play every game like for the rest of the season yes okay so what do you think is his next move what do you think he should do in the off season i don't know man i i mean i guess he still has to get traded right just... Yeah, because I don't think he can. He still has to play next year if they don't do anything. No, but does he have a? He has a player option. If he does, I'm assuming he's going to use it. Okay, so if he does, if he or, does, where? What is it? Opt out? I think it's called. Yeah, if he opts out, where do you think he should go? L.A. 
No. Lakers? No. I, I don't think he should go to... LeBron is such a fucking drama, like, just center for drama. I don't mm-hmm. Like, I just... If anything, the Clippers might be... If he really wants to play in L.A. that much... Mm-hmm. Like yeah, the, just leave L.A. out of it. Where would you like to see him go? Personally. Other, not the Wizards. <laughs> where would you really... Where do you think is is outside chance that people haven't been saying all the time that he could go and maybe win a championship? Or just for him to succeed, at least. I think Milwaukee. Okay. I think he's kind of a... Him and Greek Freak share a lot of, a lot of like, basketball skill. Greek Freak's a little bit more of, like, a guard version of him. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, man, I think that'd be, if they're not in like lock up on defense, you know, he's, he's a letdown. Right. But yeah, man, I think Milwaukee, and I, I don't think they're going to talk about it much, you know, unless it actually happens. Cause Milwaukee's always been that way. Yeah. Cause I, I know that Milwaukee tried to make it happen this time. Right. I, I think, you know, but I don't know if they have assets to trade for him but if he wants if he signs there somehow and they have money oh yeah for sure easy it would be easy ring I think. A, a team i'll say another team that i'm sure he won't go to but it would be pretty cool would be uh brooklyn oh yeah that would be that would be interesting i think i like what brooklyn has i think a huge name player like again they have no shot at probably any of these guys but like a durant Will make them so fire. So you think Davis would make them fire? Yeah. Or you mean okay? I don't think Davis wants to be the star anymore. I think that's the big thing about Davis. I, th- I think he. Could I just think I don't know if I still I still think he wants to be a star. I think his issue is New Orleans hasn't really put a cohesive team around him. Yeah, well, I think he wants to be a star, but I don't think he wants to be the star. Yeah, you could be right. Um, because he could just stay there and recruit like everyone else does. To New Orleans? Yeah. I mean, he could try. And then opt out. I mean, you know, I'm saying there's other things. There's no point in trying something when you know you're going to fail. Like, he's not going to get anybody. To, who is he going to get to come to New Orleans? That was working okay. They needed more, but it was working okay. I mean, it was just I just think there was other ways for him to go about what he wanted to do if he wanted another star on that team. I think he just want. I think he's just tired of having to do everything, which is fine. Um, I don't know, man. I think he kind of just wants to take a back seat to somebody. Maybe he doesn't want to be the dirty and. 15 guy um i think if he could somehow finagle his way to utah i think they would be pretty vicious oh my god i've been dude i've been talking about it for for a little while that uh their power forward positions are a weak link i'd give up rubio and favors and anybody else off the bench for davis 
and you know. You can get rid of all, most of those bench guys are except for maybe maybe not Crowder. I mean, to get Davis, I'd give up Crowder, but. Mitchell at point guard, whatever you got to do with the point, it, that would be like the least of my worries. If I have Mitchell and Davis and Gobert, I'm fine. And Ingles, right? Um, and then I think if he went to Portland, I think it would be pretty. They'd be really, really hard to beat, especially now that, that their role players are playing pretty well. Um, what's your boy's name from Maryland? Layman, Jake Layman. Yeah, Layman's been. He's been balling, man. Yeah, he's a uh, he can put it on the floor, man. Yeah, and dunking on people and stuff. I was like, you know, I was shocked. He was always I saw that like he was a good athlete in Maryland, but I was like, you know, he didn't really get after it. Like he kind of just kind of hangs around sometimes, doesn't really take the game over, but when he plays with confidence, man, he's a good player. Yeah, man, I think if Davis went out there, I think they'd be pretty pretty close to being unstoppable. Um, but I don't know if they have enough money. They obviously, as we've talked about before, they've made some pretty terrible financial choices. Um, and on the East... Can't think of any team that I think he would really make better. I think him and Kimba would be interesting. It'd be a lot of fun. Be, they'd still be pretty bad, but I think they'd. <laughs> I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of Charlotte's shit. I'm tired of the whole franchise. Just delete, delete them. Man. <laughs> Come on, man. Get rid of the the real problem is sitting behind the fucking office. I know. The That's greatest true. player of all time. <laughs> Kemba, you guys suck. You guys get Kemba, and then let all the other players get drafted. Cause I mean, they they're trash. Kemba is out of every team in the league. Kemba is really the only one single-handedly keeping his team alive. He's not even keeping them alive anymore. They're in the they're seventh seed, right? Oh man, I didn't even think they were. Seventh seed. That's what I'm saying. He's single-handedly wow. doing that. I mean, he. Wow, they're so much better at home than they are on the road. Their second and third best players are, you know, a rookie and a sophomore. Like Monk and Bridges are like the second. They, <laughs> dude, player. they have some of their rotation guys. His, his, it just doesn't make any sense. Well, no, I like Lamb has actually found a home, I think, there. Yeah, and he played with Kimba in college. So right. Connection. Yeah. But they put, like, Monk, uh, Dwayne Bacon, and then, like, another wing that's suspect. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know Biombo was still in the league. Oh, my God. He's just taking money away. And never showed his face on the court again. Kid Gilchrist is still there. Alright. Yeah, Kid Gilchrist is, could be uh, placed in that awkward lineup that I was talking about. Right, for sure. 
All right. It's time for the switch up. You got anything else for sports? Nah, uh, there's quite a battle going on between AD and Anthony Towns. That, that is a battle. I, that was one trade I thought was going to be explored. But I knew, I mean, it's pretty obvious Davis wouldn't have signed in Minnesota. What, what's going on with D. Rose? Is he, is he hurt or something? I think he is. I think he, I think he was having back spasms or something. Oh, okay. Man, you never know it, Rose. Unfortunately, and that's you know I love I love Rose, but we all know the deal. Right. Um, sore right ankle says. Oh, okay, at least it's something minor. Yeah. They need him though. They need him though. They're cl- both of the Minnesota's a little bit closer, but they're they're making a push for the playoffs. I do want to watch, uh, speaking of documentaries for athletes, uh-huh. did you see that ESPN has, like, all this, like, secret footage of uh, Jordans? I think the last year they won a uh, title in Chicago. No, and they're making... The, it wasn't, like, secret, but it's just never been released. And they're basically doing, a, like, a 10-part documentary about that whole last uh, championship run. Oh, okay. I got to get inside Jordan's head, man. I don't know what, like, how are you the greatest basketball player of all time and you recruit, like, a garbage, like, high school coach or draft, like, a garbage high school coach? Right. (laughs) It makes no sense to me. Yeah, I don't know, man. He, you know, he looks at life differently than, most of us. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll be back after this gym. Uh, yeah. Okay. Now, just picture me high up with my top down on Highland and Sunset doing 85 on the top deck. See, step by step, we on stars if you looking for some action you ain't gotta go that far now just picture me hollywood living riding through the sun riding through the sunset now stop tripping just give me a minute and wait until the sun wait until the sun goes down and you know how it go down Just picture me high 
Just give me a minute and wait, wait until the sun Wait until the sun goes down And you know how it go down From the goal line now or never Better make your mind Might hit her with a line like what's your sign Hit her with a glass of sparkling wine Hit on the ass she might not mind Acting like a 10 look more like a 9 But don't be stuck up Really how could you not see us Doing it big it's obvious You ain't gotta say much Cause I know you sick and tired Sick and tired of that bullshit Then don't be afraid Take a shot and bite the bullet That's one in the hole Can't get enough need one or two more up, they running too slow Out the gutter I learned to bowl And finally it's movie time to show them I play the role of a champion You see the goal like shine bright Can't see the road now Just picture me Hollywood living Riding through the sun Riding through the sunset now Stop tripping Just give me a minute And wait until the sun Wait until the sun goes down Just picture me Hollywood living Sunset now, stop tripping, just give me a minute and wait until the sun, wait until the sun goes down. And you know how to go down, and you know how to go down. I'll entertain you, just wait until the sun goes down. You know how to go down, you know how to go down. I get a little crazy, just wait until the sun goes down. Okay, big news, Ariana. You want to get right into it? Uh, you talking about the the big project that dropped? Yes. Thank you. Next. Ma- Megan Trainer, right? <laughs> no, <Nah>, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded that though. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I didn't listen to it yet, but I downloaded it. Why not? You got that one. Right. Um, uh, Ariana, I listened to it one time a few hours ago. Okay, I listened to it twice. Um, what'd you think, man? I will say right away it's better than her last album. Mm, that's not saying a lot. Right, the last album did not set a very high standard. Right. Um, but in, in total this album was, uh... Also, a little bit of a letdown for me. I know it's my first listen, and I'm I'm gonna go back to it because there were songs I really liked. Um, but overall, you know, it just didn't really leave any impact on me. I really like uh, Bloodline um, and Makeup. I also like Ghosting. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides that, I don't really have that much else to say about it from the first listen. I thought it was a bit disappointing. I, um, immediately, I felt that Bloodline is the best song on there. Yeah. Um, other than Thank You Next, of course. Uh, I tell you what, man. You're not, like, really familiar with a lot of Rihanna's music, are you? No, not in detail. I really think makeup was written for Rihanna to perform. I really do. 
it just it just sounds so Rihanna esque with the little um hold up hold up for people who haven't heard it I'm gonna tell you what part. I like to fuck with you, just to make up with you. Cause the way you be screaming my name, make me wanna make love to you. I might break up with you, just to make up with you. Yeah, I see what you're saying. interesting not that it matters but i just have it's just a theory it sounds like it could have been a rihanna throwaway and ariana might have took it you know ran with it no big deal happens all the time yeah um yeah you know what man uh i like it i don't love it once again similar to how i felt about the last album it doesn't really show a lot of versatility seems like a lot of it is kind of the same kind of sound the same kind of vibe um i don't know man i, I really like how ghostin sounded i thought she sounded pretty cool on that she did for sure uh, the song was a little slow it, might, it was a little bit long um but yeah man I, I enjoyed her sound for sure yeah i liked uh I liked, I did like it, and I didn't like how a lot of the songs on here seems like she was looking for quotables to me. Um, the bloodline thing, you know, fake smile, makeup, ghosting, it, it, like the the themes were very repeatable, I guess. Yeah. You know? um, which is cool. Which brought me to this idea um is she the is she a marketing genius no she's not you're talking about the same girl that fuck that got a fucking tattoo uh and that shit like wasn't what she was trying to get yeah <laughs> no she's not a market she makes great music i think she's a marketing genius i'll tell you why care about the tattoo if it was the right word oh yeah for sure not me or you specifically but like her fan base would care what would they care about like that she did something to herself <laughs> i think the fact that it's wrong is the is even more of a reason that people like jumped on it like it's more it's bigger news the fact that it's wrong because she has other tattoos that people don't know about but the one that's wrong is gets on the news and the, <laughs> the one that's wrong <laughs> is the one that matters well how is she a marketing genius <laughs> I told you before I, I was going to try to start picking out songs that I thought were going to be like the big hits, right? Off of albums when they came out. Yeah. I can't, 
I don't even feel comfortable picking with Ariana because she could just walk outside with a T-shirt that said any one of these songs' names on it, and that song would be the most streamed song that day. Or she could just tweet something about one of one of these songs, and that song would be the most streamed song that day or that week. It's just everything she does has such an impact on her music. Like, she just has a bigger impact on her music based off her actions than most other artists that I know, especially female artists. Like, Drake does, Drake's good at it too. Well, she's got a huge, like, she's kind of, it's almost like an underrated thing with her, but she is a huge, like, artist in terms of popularity. Like, she doesn't get talked about as much as, like, Rihanna or maybe, like, Katy Perry did in her peak. It's a different fan base. Well, specifically than Rihanna's. Right. But, um, yeah, she does. And she knows how to get new fans. You know, she's done a good job at um, broadening her fandom, I think. Um, from Nickelodeon to becoming like a sex symbol, in a way. Yeah. You know, to some people. Um. I I think she is, man. I think the dating things. She is so much more public than most people are with her dating, than most other artists. Well, I don't think Taylor. I mean, I don't think she's as public as like Taylor Swift. Who's the last person Taylor Swift dated? Um, who was after Loki, the the DJ? Well, the reason why I ask it like that is because I know everyone Ariana has dated. Like you know, what I'm saying? well, it's, like it's 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 really really public. I know they make music together, so we know that way. But um, I don't know, man. I mean, like. I would never say Pete Davidson's name out my mouth if Ariana didn't date him. I would never have a reason. Oh yeah, he's irrelevant. Him. Yeah. Yeah, but um, but she's not relevant enough to make him relevant to me. Like, not her personally, but she found a way to do it anyway. Like, who's like you don't know who Rihanna's boyfriend is. But Rihanna's way bigger than Ariana. But we don't know who her boyfriend is. But Ariana found a way to make Pete Davidson famous from nothing. From him being like an extra on Wild N' Out and on that um, I don't think Guy Code show from like five years ago. Well, he was on uh, Saturday Night Live, I think. Yeah, I mean, recently, but... I think... Not a star on there. I think you're overanalyzing like her reach or her publicity as like genius moves I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that her publicity stuff is her doing it on purpose but she knows how to take advantage of it is what I'm saying I mean you can't just create your own publicity I don't think anyone's that good yet but she found a way to take advantage of the tiny bit of publicity she has or she already had and she amplifies it. She amplifies it like major. Well, she is a pop queen. 
Pepsi. <laughs> a pop queen. See, that's I, I. For me to say that, it just feels feels like I should wash my mouth out when I say that. <laughs> I mean, she's one of the biggest artists. I know, but why? Well, Dangerous Woman was the start of it. Was the start of her becoming one of the biggest artists? Yeah, she put out a borderline flawless album. She did. You know, so I think from like 2016 on, she's been the center of attention. And she's had other stuff, like she's had, uh, what was the thing that happened at one of her like shows in London? Remember there was an attack? Yeah. Like she's had just random stuff happen that has put her in the spotlight that I don't think like has anything to do with a choice she made. No, I'm not saying that she's, she's famous because of her choices. I'm saying that she takes advantage of the fame better than most people do that's all i feel like she gets more chances she got the another thing that happened to her was remember the whole priest or like pastor holding her awkwardly <laughs> at the what was it it was a Franklin. yes hold on wait 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 name name a tweet that you know that rihanna wrote oh i don't i don't follow tweets like that well, you, you know ariana put thank you next in a tweet before she made the song right yeah i did know that that's what i'm saying how do you know that this like it was a it was a big deal why is it a big deal that's my point it's a big deal but it's just a tweet everyone tweets but how can we know ariana's tweet and we don't know everybody else's tweet <laughs> i think it was just more memorable because of the time and what was going on at that time. I don't think... That is think... my point. That is my point. No, I mean, just because she broke up with somebody, that her tweet is famous enough that me and you know what she tweets, I don't even use Twitter. So. I... Yeah, but then she made one of the best songs of the year with that title. But I knew the tweet before the song came out. Well, I, I didn't. Why? I didn't know that. Again, to me, the song got big because it's a really good fucking song. I'm telling you, man, that tweet saying thank you next, and then she comes out with the song called the same thing as the tweet. Dude, that's marketing genius right there. That's the definition. That's exactly what I'm pointing to. I, I really don't see genius. Like, I'll give you to, I'll give it to you. It's a good move. But I don't see genius. Who's better? A female. Obviously, Drake. Drake is a marketing genius. That's 100%. You know, Kim Kardashian's husband, marketing genius. Whether I like it or not, which I don't, he's a marketing genius. Um, who else? Jay-Z's... Uh, he's, I don't, I'm going to say he's a marketing genius. But... Drake and um, Kim Kardashian's husband are marketing geniuses. But give me a female. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Uh, I don't know. More, better at marketing than Ariana, specifically. I gotta reach into my bag of female artists. 
Um, I don't know, Cardi B. <laughs> No, I don't mean. I honestly, She's a lot you could you could talk about like Nicki Minaj's like constant sex appeal as genius. I mean, she literally posted like a week or two ago, like a pictures of her naked on Instagram. Yeah, she uses her risque music videos to um, push her over the top. Right, like I feel like half like lately she has done nothing good in terms of music. Anaconda video was the only thing right. she needed for the rollout. She's had she's had a ton of like album covers that bro or like single covers that have like broken the internet. Mm-hmm. So you could say that that's pretty genius the way she's kept that going. Is that genius or is that just taking advantage of ev- what everyone already likes? I mean we. I feel like I feel like Ariana just takes advantage of like just things people like gossip. That's, That's not genius though. A lot of people can do it. I, I I'll even give it to you. She's probably the best in the female like game. I'll give that to you. But to call it genius, I have not seen anything that resembles genius behavior. But she's still doing it. That's what makes it genius. Because we can't even notice how genius it is. If she's so fucking genius, why did her last album flop? Because it was garbage. People still bought it, listened to it, but it was trash. Okay. We know it was trash. But it still got heard. It's, people were still listening as like one of the best albums of the year. And it, it was garbage. Like one good song. Two? Yeah, two or three, maybe. Alright, I'm off here again, man. What else we got for music? Bow Wow. <laughs> yeah, the intro. Yeah, the intro was a nice, nice surprise. Bow Wow's arrested. Um, nah, I don't want to talk about Bow Wow, man. I like Bow Wow. Uh, <laughs> I mean, isn't that like typical double standard thing? You know, I mean, I don't know what anybody, ex- but that's been the case. I don't know why anybody expects something different. Yeah, apparently his girlfriend was all up on Shaq Diesel, and he confronted her about it, and she beat him up, and he got arrested. I didn't know she was all up on, did, like, Shaquille O'Neal? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I did, Super Bowl party. I did not know that. That's wild. Yeah, it came out later, like, Shaquille O'Neal mentioned in the Bow Wow domestic abuse case. And then I read that, and it said that Bow Wow was mad at how she was all over Shaq. Throwing herself at Shaq, he said. Well, Obviously, you know, Bow Wow had to pick his battle not to fight Shaq. (laughs) Yeah, that wouldn't have made too much sense. Pick on someone his own size. <laughs> yeah, I don't have much to say about like the situation. No, I don't either. It's just funny to talk about. What else, man? What else we got? What's, what's going on with Chris Brown and uh Offset? 
yeah. Um, that shit is getting out of hand quick. I don't even know exactly what's what the. Do you know what it is? Um, I don't know what started. Oh, it was uh, Chris Brown posted a meme about Twenty One Savages like arrest. And, and Offset said something like, you know, memes are lame, like, you lame, or something like that. Something simple. Mm-hmm. You know, he's usually a man of few words. Right. And Chris Brown just fucking went off on him, like, you lame, like, you a fucking bitch, da, da, da. Yeah, I saw his. Yeah, I like it. Did you see that he leaked, like, text messages between them? Oh my god, dude, they're so funny. It's like, they're just like talking shit, and, and Offset just responds like with one word every time. And Brown just like goes off on him every text. He's really, he's really tripping. Like, I don't know what is, like, I don't know why it's such a big deal, but. I, I just don't understand why artists who have each other's numbers ever comment on Instagram and Twitter. Why? Just text me, dude. Like, like, why did Offset comment? He has Chris's number, right? I would assume. Or slide in. Yeah. I, mean, nah, I just think that's kind of that's kind of wild. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens, man. Is Offset ever gonna? I feel like Offset's waiting for a you know a quiet time in his career, but. This has been negative press after negative press for him. Right? Cheating. Babies. Not just cheating. Cheating on, like, the hottest female <laughs> artist out there right now. Right. If he had cheated on fucking... I don't know. No no offense, but if he had cheated on, like, Ella May, yeah. it would not have been as big of a deal. Especially the way Cardi talks in her music. Like right. She could never be cheated on. Right. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, I should have segued earlier, but you hear the Bust Down Barbiana remix? I heard the, the remix. that one and the Going Bad remix. But did you hear Cardi's? Um, no. I, Tatiana? Cardi made one? Apparently she did. I did not hear hers. I heard Nicki Minaj's though. What'd you think? Uh, did I talk about going bad on the last episode? Yeah. Basically the same thoughts. She's just. Just running her mouth. Yeah, like it's just annoying. She don't even sound that good. Like, I mean, I I don't think much of the song to begin with. But she just sounded so corny. Alright, uh, nothing to say, then. Um, and the reason why uh, I saw Cardi B has a version is because I saw, like, Blueface posted it, like, a video of him listening to her version, her verse, like, while they laid it down or whatever. Oh, okay. So Blueface kind of teased it. Um, Soldier Boy kidnapped somebody. <laughs> Uh, 
We don't need to get into that. I will be listening to uh, Wiz Khalifa and Currency dropped a 2009. Yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna listen to that. Yeah. I had a couple singles I checked out. All right. Couple, couple good ones too. Uh, Khalid dropped "Talk." Mm-hmm. I heard that. Fire. It is good. I, I, I usually, I'm not really a fan, and I'm pretty sure I've said that, but he sounded really good. Okay. Uh, and another single I really liked was uh, "Chain Smokers" in what is it? Five seconds to Mars. What am I? Yeah, five se- five seconds of summer. Okay. Thinking of fifty seconds or something. Was it fire? It was. It. Um. I usually don't like. It's tough with kind of the the electronic type like DJs. Yeah. Where it's usually either the artist or the DJs overwhelming the song. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the times, there's not a good balance, but I think. This song had a good balance of like just enough vocals and vocals that like meshed well with the beat too. Okay. And I had one more um, since we did mention Offset earlier. Uh, Migos dropped a little secret track that I haven't heard anybody talk about. Yeah. Um, position to win. I'm assuming you you didn't listen to it. Yeah. I heard the snippet. I heard like the, I heard it on the Mountain Dew commercial snippet. I didn't hear the full thing though. As of right now, it's uh, I could tell you when we're talking about our best and probably some worst li- uh, lists at the end of the year. This song will be in my worst list. <laughs> Is that bad? It's that bad. It's like everything you hate about the Migos. That's what that song sounds like. Is it really? Is that bad? Do you want to play it? You can play it. I'm trying to see if this is it. (laughs) We'll let the listeners decide. I I try to be objective, but fuck, it sucks. Position to win, right? Yep. Let's do a little yeah, live. What are Migos gonna do, man? Are they gonna stay together? Well, Culture Three is supposed to be dropping like what, sometime this month or next month? I know, but after that. Step it up, up. Always take the risk. Up, up. Living life, life. Go hard and don't quit. Go hard. Drip splash like the ice on the wrist. That's a call I can't miss. Set my goals like a goal, hit the switch. Work, work, work. Check it off the checklist. In a position to win. In a position to go. That's enough. <laughs> that is enough. <laughs> it only the verses only get worse. I'll tell you that right now. Drip splash. <laughs> Like, it's literally, like, uh, they, all their, I swear, they took their worst qualities, like, the worst aspects of their sound, and just put it into a song. Like, what the fuck are they? I, I hope this isn't their lead single. 
I, I, no, no, I think it's only for the commercial. I think, but I could be wrong. Mesh said it's terrible. Yeah, man, I, I don't know if they're going to stay together. I would assume just because they've been together so long. And their family. Yeah, like, they, they, they have a legit bond that you could feel through their, like, through their music. Right. Um, but I don't know, man. I thought, you know, Ray Schremer, I didn't think Ray Schremer was going to split up. Well, apparently they, apparently they're getting back together. Apparently. But, you know, man, it's just drama. It's a lot of drama going around. I don't think, I don't think any of the Migos, uh, I really don't think they could stay relevant for very long going solo. I think Offset is the only one who has a chance. Um, but I agree. The only reason he has a chance is because of Cardi. Right. Him and Cardi could drop a collab album and it'll probably, probably have a lot of sales. Um, uh, let's talk about movies for a second. Do you have any more, um, music? No, that was the only songs I checked out. Alright, real quick movies. Did you see the Child's Play preview? Yes. I, I'm ready. I gotta see it. <laughs> I used to hate Chucky as a kid, but I want to see him now. I got to. Especially from the directors of It. Right. I'm not an It fan, and I, I can't say I liked the movie, but I liked the effects. I liked what they did with it. I do want to see what they do with Chucky, man. Yeah, he, he, Chucky's always been like a... His movies have always been like a guilty pleasure. Yeah, yeah. So. It can only be so bad. Because you know it's going to be Chucky. Yeah. You already know. Like, they don't, they don't take it too serious. It's the same as uh, after the first couple of Friday movies. Like, they realized what they were. Yeah. And, like, none of them are good. But you can have fun watching some of the... Especially some of the later Friday movies. Yeah. Friday the 13th, that is. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, I did... I saw Ant-Man and the Wasp, finally. What'd you think? Why... <laughs> I'll tell you how I think about it with a question. How come every second... How come every sequel to the Marvel movies, do they have to, like take it to like another universe as far as like cgi goes it's always like in another world like the um the thor dark world guardians of the galaxy 2 and then ant-man and the wasp it's always it has to be like this cgi filled you know weird graphic kind of thing every sequel of the movies why is that I don't know. They they gotta try to go bigger. Like they can't do the same thing. They jumped the gun and just did it with the first one in um, Doctor Strange. Uh, well, Doctor Strange kind of fit that. Yeah, but it still went. I mean, I liked it though, but it still went really, really deep into it. Um, I I liked it though. I really did. Yeah, I mean, they they kept the same tone. I liked it better than the first one, actually. Really? I did, yeah. I really loved... I loved what they did with uh, Paul Rudd and, like, his daughter. Yeah, me too. 
I thought like they played the humor part of it re- was really good, and then like the sweet part of it was really nice. I would say like tied it in a little more, but I know Endgame is gonna tie it in. But um, I mean the the end credit scene is pretty crazy. Yeah, I'd like to see you <laughs> how he gets out of there. Right, but I mean you know he will because of the trailers, but right. I mean they had to they had to show something, but clearly they're saving most of the shit for the fucking movie, right. which is which is awesome, of course. You know the movie's like three hours long. Good. I need. I'm. I'm ready. I'm usually. I'm like fuck no. I'm not doing it. I'm. I'm not sitting in the theater fucking up my knees. But for for another round of Thanos, I'm in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm ready for that too. Now. Um. What else we got to talk about, man? Um. Uh, I watched, uh, I don't know if I ever talked, have you, you remember the Fire Festival? Yeah, yeah. You watched the docs? Yeah, I watched the one on Netflix, not the Hulu one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's an interesting story, man, I will say. Uh, the movie, like, the documentary's good, but the, the story does get pretty crazy at one point. Yeah, it sounds like it. Like, there's a, there's a part with a, one of the like higher up team members mm-hmm. and he uh he gets asked to basically bribe like an an employee for for the festival or somebody that they needed to make the festival work but it's not bribing him with money he he had to go and give him a blowjob and, and the guy, like, frankly starts discussing it, like, during the interview. I mean, I won't tell you if he does it or not, but... Please don't. Yeah, it, it's fucking... When he starts getting in, like, you have no idea that that's where he go, like, where he's gonna go with the story. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's just, like, at that point, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? That's wild, man. Apparently, that's more common practice in the music business than people are privy to not not what not what this dude did though this dude's like scammed people got in trouble for it and then came back and tried to scam people again that's crazy yeah um i've heard good things though i mean i didn't check it out but i don't really know what i want to see out of it you know yeah what i want to get from it but I, i am a little bit curious uh, Punisher is great, season two. Okay. Um, I finished it about midway through. It it just it really gets like intense. That's, that's how it should be, Punisher. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like that. Okay. I also watched the. Um, did you get a chance to watch uh, Big Mouth? It's a cartoon on Netflix. <laughs> I did. It's pretty wacky, like. Right, it's it's fucking crazy, honestly. Yeah, I watched. I've never recommended to someone, but I'm not. You know, I couldn't stop watching it though. Honestly. I watched the little like they they released the Valentine's Day episode. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty funny. 
I mean, granted, the, the humor is like, like it's out there, obviously. But I, I would recommend the show. Like, it's an interesting perspective on, you know, childhood. <laughs> if that's what you could call it. Puberty. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what else we got? You got anything else? No, that's it. That's I, I didn't get a chance. I still haven't gotten to see uh, Velvet Buzzsaw. Nah, me neither. I plan on seeing it soon, though, for sure. Probably before our next podcast, I will. Um, yeah. Uh, all right, I'm gonna I'll go ahead and play our second gem real quick, then we'll come back. Uh, this is um. Oh, by the way, the last one was kidding. Sunset. This is um. Flowers by, hair. Squeed, Hair Squad, whatever. Um, I talked about them last time, but yeah, this is Flowers. Flowers by the window for you, baby. Flowers in the morning, flowers in the morning. Flowers by the window for you, baby. Flowers in the morning, flowers in the morning. Longer like a hallway, hallway. sipping on Bacardi by the palm trees, and I got something that's gonna make you twerk. Flowers by the window for you, baby. Flowers in the morning, flowers in the morning. Flowers by the window for you, baby. Oh, flowers in the morning, flowers, flowers in the morning. Flowers by the window for you, baby. Flowers in the morning, flowers in the morning. Couldn't call you if I couldn't afford ya Always pick up cause I can never ignore ya You always tell me if they're trying to hide So how could you expect me to cut corners like I ain't trying to play no games with you You could have it all boo Up front we ain't even got stunned Young love yeah really got us So infatuated Yeah I'm so I'm so glad to call you baby Flowers Flowers Yeah Flowers in the morning, flowers in the morning. Flowers by the window for you, baby. Flowers in the morning, flowers in the morning. With it, it wouldn't be right If I'm not in it, I wanna go hard With you for a minute, you in this, you finish Like, hey, what's the business? I'm pulling up, running up, and you pulling up Girl, it will if you think you ain't good enough Suck it up and drop the nigga that you pulling up with I got a rooftop spot, got a view, that shit, little mama Love is a key, but not in my guitar Looking for me, but not looking around Fucking with me, or just fucking around Soon as you think you're up, you're getting down But I'm looking for your company I know, I hope that you come for me Not it's a blow, never cover like a kind of main art shit Just let me come and give you some Flowers Flowers in the morning, flowers in the morning. Flowers by the window for you, baby. Flowers in the morning, flowers in the morning, love.
Uh, well, I do got a shout out that I forgot. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Meek Mill for calling out the bullshit that he sees on social media. What did he say? Uh, he called out one of our favorite media personalities, uh, DJ Academics. Uh, DJ Academics was promoting like a song that he, I guess, either recently made or he's had um, with. 6 9 basically saying, like, 20K likes, and I'll put it out. And, Me- and Meek Mill basically just said, like, yo, what the fuck? Like, he's he's gone. Like, he's in jail. Like, he's, it's a wrap for him. Like, what right. the fuck are you doing? Right. Uh, any time I see uh, somebody credible calling out Lil' Ack, uh, I like what I see. I do, too. I like that. I'm I'm pretty much sick of him too. I'm ready for him to be canceled as they like to say. I don't know how that fucking like his fucking complex show keeps going. It's terrible. Who watches that shit? <laughs> I haven't wa- I haven't watched it since I watched four episodes after Joe Budden. Dude, I watched um <laughs> I I only watched that next, not the guy they have now, Star, Star because of the shit he said about Nadeska. He was a maniac, dude. <laughs> <coughs> he gave no type of fucks. He really didn't. I would watch. I watched like four of his episodes, and then when he got knocked off of there, I like watched two of the new guy. Uh, right. Wayno, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe a little more than two. Cause I thought he was kind of smart at first. Then I realized he's just like academics. So I was done with it. I was done with him, man. The stuff he argues about is like no point in arguing. I was like, nah, man, this is dumb. And then they start having guests on there out of nowhere. It it's gotta be complex. Complex gotta be getting people. Like, who, like, I can't picture academics, like, uh, yo, man, like, yo, Tori, like, come on the show. Or, like, yo, Soldier Boy, like, come, come fucking, you know, hang out with us. Like, who the fuck wants to f- go talk to him? Right. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. Shout out Meek Mill for being for being aware right. of the bullshit. And the other thing, real quick, I wanted to ask: uh, What's up with Liam Neeson, man? <laughs> Liam Neeson is out of control, dude. I don't even know. I mean, some people really, really took offense to it, like racially. I I didn't I didn't feel any type of way from it. Like, from a racist standpoint, I just thought it was pretty psycho. But, I don't know, man. Liam. It's pretty fucking racist to me, man. Like, it was, it was racist, but I didn't take, like, as much offense to it to the point where, like, I thought he should be, like, ended. No, yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think he deserves a career, you know, like, crucifixion. 
Right. No, yeah. I mean, they call for it anytime somebody does anything. You know, they're salty because LeBron's secretly recruiting at the All-Star game. <laughs> like, right. uh, but, yeah, man, like, the f- it's the fact that he he took something that one black man was responsible for and made it about just black people. That's that's where the racist part comes in. But at the same time, like, it's a traumatic situation where, you know, you're not thinking clearly. Right. The other part, for me, personally, that made it feel more racist to me is that he felt like, he felt like it was okay to say that. Yeah, he just, (laughs) it was strange that he just kind of came out and said it. Yeah, like, even if you felt that way, the fact that you have the gall to actually say it, that's really racist. Like, if he kept that to himself, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a lot of people who feel that way to themselves often, right? Yeah. That's no newsflash. That's the world we live in. But the fact that he thought it was okay to say it out loud on an interview that could, you know... That everyone is going to have access to. That's what I was like, man, Liam is really just out here. <laughs> like, willing to say whatever he wants. That's what kind of really threw me off. Right. I, I was shocked. Like, like people, he thought people would be okay with that. At least, I mean, I guess it's better to admit to it than, you know, like a leak tape comes out or something. Yeah, that's true. But he should just shouldn't have said it in an interview. Any interview. Yeah. About it, but he shouldn't have said, you know, I thought about taking my club and going out there and just hunting, right? It's it's the it's like the vivid picture that he painted was is what made it worse, exactly. If he said, like, man, like, like, sound like he's in a movie, yeah, if he just said, like, man, I was so fucking mad, like, you know, any black guy that came up to me, like, I would have hit him, like, if he said something like that. Again, like, it's wrong, but you understand the the perspective there. Right. But for him to just say he's hunting all of a sudden, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Definitely bad taste and bad judgment on his part. I mean, I'm not, I was never, like, I don't like him enough to care that much. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. I, th- I figured that's where you were going to take that. <laughs> But it's really, it is messed up to me, the fact that he was comfortable saying it, so then other people may think that they can say that or that it's okay to think that way. So that's what really messed it up to me. Yeah. He thought that way, and he just said, I thought about it. You know, I know it was wrong, I thought about it. And he never, like, just said it in an interview like it was all right. Then <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel any type of way about it. I'm like, okay, you thought about it. That's cool. But yeah. just been like, yeah, all right, moving on. Like everyone else on the planet was like, oh, well, Liam feels that way. I feel that way too. Shoot. You know? Yeah. The um, the other thing I'll give him a little bit of credit for is, is he, does, he did seem like, you know, even though he admitted it was wrong and he did, like, seek help for it. Yeah. That's you know what I mean? So he's willing to accept that. It's not the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. He accepted that he was really thinking irrationally. Right. Yeah. If if anybody deserves 
redemption. It's somebody who can at least acknowledge it and, you know, like acknowledge what a good step forward is. Right. That's true. But, you know, he might, he might need his period of isolation from fame, you know. He might right. Yeah, sure. yeah, I think after this, this, uh, this, what, what's the movie called? Cold? Cold Pursuit. Cold Pursuit. After this movie flops, and it was gonna flop regardless. Taken in the <laughs> he didn't have to say anything racist for this movie to flop. Yeah, I love when people refer to all his movies as taken. <laughs> I've never seen somebody commit to a typecast so hard. Taken on the train, taken in the plane. I did like the one with uh, Ed Harris. Remember the one with Ed Harris and the. Um... When his son got taken? Yeah. <laughs> and comics? <laughs> yeah. He was like the, like the bounty hunter or whatever. <laughs> I liked it too. Yeah. I did. I did. But yeah, that was taken this time I have the sun. He's <laughs> <laughs> a terrible parent. He needs, a, he needs parenting class. <laughs> GPS. Something. Right. Did you see what Michelle Rodriguez said about him, though? I, I saw she said something. I didn't see what she Dude, said. Dude, she said, you can't call him racist because on the set of um, Widows, yeah, I did see that. he stuck his tongue, like, really far down Viola Davis's throat. Bro, that, like, the stupidity of that logic. I, I don't know if she was joking, to be fair. Like, she could have been joking. She's, I'm sure she's joking. She's, she has that kind of humor. Right, because the stupidity of that logic, if it's not a joke, is just... Get yours, Liam. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, Viola Davis is good looking. Like, ain't nobody gonna get mad at that. Right. She's a fire actress, too. Right. Commit to it. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. I I do want to see Widows. It looks pretty good. It wasn't. I didn't want to pay to see it in the theater. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out at some point too. Cast is so packed. It was. I I was shocked. I don't know if I like um, Daniel, uh, the guy from Get Out. And the guy from Atlanta. Oh, Kaluuya. Oh, yeah, they're like a little like mob team. Yeah, I don't know if I look, they don't look menacing to me at all. I guess he looks cool good. in the trail. Like in the trailers, it looks pretty good. To be fair. Yeah, it looks okay. Some some shots they show it doesn't look. It looks. I don't know. It, they just look out of place. I guess. Yeah. That's kind of what happens when your when your first movie is really good, 
it could ruin your whole career. Yeah, same thing with artists with the like opening album being fire. Yeah, his his performance was so flawless. Yeah, I thought he's almost been in that role ever since. Yeah, I thought he was that dude, man. I thought he died. <laughs> yeah, people forget he was in um, what was the show years back, The Wire. Chronicle. He was in that Chronicle. Yeah, that was his first like big movie appearance. Yeah, yeah. Appearance. That's right. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's all I got, man. Shout out to Liam Neeson. <laughs> Shout out to Viola. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got anything else? Nah. We'll be back next week. All Star is that next week? Uh, yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah, it might might wait till after the All Star break to get into all this, like how how the weekend turns out. Yeah, yeah. Birthday coming up Wednesday. Hey. Done. Getting old. The All Star game is always on my birthday weekend. Usually it's on my actual birthday, but it seems like it's later this year. I guess. But the league is starting different times too, though. But, right. Yeah. All right. Until then, uh, going out on a throwback. <laughs> uh, since we were talking about him. But, uh, oh no. Until right. next time, we we'll see you guys. Episode forty coming. Yeah. Soon. Thanks for listening. I mean, I just keep thinking about you. I mean, I want to move on, but I can't move on It's like you got some kind of hold on me I mean, I don't know But I'm going to go ahead and talk about it Listen I'm sitting looking out the window like, damn Trying to fix the situation that's at hand It's still running through my mind when I'm knowing that you shouldn't be Me, I'm on your mind and I'm knowing that it couldn't be Cause you ain't called, I ain't even appalled I still got a lot of pain, I ain't dealt with it all I've been running around with other chicks I'm single and they loving it, I'm liking it But I just want the one that I was in love with That's not the end of it, I'm trying to let you go I can't get a grip of it, is what I'm trying to let you know You got a hold of some kind of control of me I don't know what it is, but I gotta get you going for me I'm working at it and it ain't getting no better Just trying to be like, yeah, forget it, whatever Instead of staring out this glass, looking at this bad brother Damn, I gotta pull myself together, cause Ain't no miss somebody, all I think about is you yeah. And I'm all alone, that's all I wanna do Smiling yeah. faces in my side, out of town visits All the time it's been together, amazing yeah. hard to get you out of my system And you know what you do to me, do to me Got it bad, that's what you could call 
that uh, And when I see you in the streets, that's the worst for me Used to love the little things you did, that's what works for me It's too major, don't see you in my pager Know what you doing, where you at, I can I see you later The fellas telling me, just let it go bad Believe me, I'm trying, man, I just don't know how I be in all the top spots, even with the hot shots Knowing they just want me cause I'm in the top spot That's not popping and my brain ain't stopping Thinking who she with or where she going Is she club hopping? I never had this kind of problem in my life This is my first time dealing with this kind of fight It's every night and every flight and every time you're in my sight Damn, this ain't even right cause When I'm with somebody, all I think about is you